The Mud Peddlers, a podcast where two nerdy ceramic artists share the behind the scenes of their worlds of clay. We're your hosts, Lindsay M. Dillon. And I am Dante of Earth Nation. Hello. What are you doing? Welcome to the Night Peddlers. Welcome to the Night Petties. The Night Petties. The Night Pedicures. Get your panties ready for the Night Petties. Get them. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the Night Peddlers. If you are listening to this, it is because, well, well, actually our first episode is going to be live to the public, and then after that, they are going to be patron episodes if people like... Like the that night, the night, like that content. Yeah, a lot of this content is really just me and Lindsay kind of, kind of shooting the shit. We don't have to, we don't have to bleep any of this. Yeah, we don't because it's just a podcast, it's just which makes for it you. so much you easier to edit. You signed up for this. You did. You and your beautiful face asked for this. I don't care if you're actually ugly. Let me pretend real quick. No, you ain't nobody ugly. Your... Nobody. Everybody's pretty. Well, look, I have a mirror. Let's be honest here. Um. All right, let's 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 not let's let's not lie to you. Dante, you be pretty. I have an eraser head right now, so. <laughs> so they messed me up with the haircut. It's, it's not great. Yeah, no. I mean, it's not terrible, though. It's not, it, it'll grow out. It'll grow out. I think it's like a rule for haircuts that you never get a haircut on the day of the thing. Yes. Because it always looks very, like, yeah, no. overdone. Like, like, at least a week or, like, five Something. days. Give it, a, give it a couple days to chill out again. Yeah, I always get a haircut, like, a week or a couple days. It's not a haircut podcast. But, you know. Yeah. But we're, we're just here. We're just, <laughs> just kidding. This is actually a haircut podcast. JK, <laughs> this is Cut and Run. Oh. The, the podcast where you cut and you get out of here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. I'm, I'm, oh, yeah. Sorry. No, you're yeah, gonna we're, here to, we're here to talk about what's going on in our lives. The good, the bad, the ugly, the pretty. Some experiments that are going on in, in yeah. the clay world with us. Some things that we kind of have an eye on in the clay world. You know, mm-hmm. still clay-centric. Yeah, still clay-centric, but... but a little bit a little bit more uh a little relaxed less. a little bit more relaxed formatting uh a little bit like combo of like yeah like you're saying like what's going on with us what's yeah. going on and and yeah so just kind of touching base and sharing stuff that we maybe wouldn't normally share uh on the mud peddlers yeah you know how like you listen to the mud peddlers and then there's like 80 percent of it or 70 percent of it's like core information there's like 30 percent of riffing it's gonna yeah. be a lot of riffing. that's a, that's a generous uh yeah, i would say we're ge- like we're like I was trying to be nice. 60 40 yeah. if i'm honest we're probably like 60 percent. i don't know you tell us are we tell, what, what's yeah. our percentage you can actually leave comments yes. in the patreon yes this post actually. yes because i'm gonna learn how to do that which is cra- it's you post it and then yeah. it's like a facebook post essentially yeah but like yeah patreon be messing up sometimes tell me sometimes patreon i put picture picture don't go up or it deletes picture mm. and so i have to post the picture in the actual word section oh you yeah, know, yeah instead yeah. of making it the post and then adding words to it right it's part of the words yeah I hate it yeah sometimes i don't post on patreon for like a week and i feel bad but it's because patreon like will glitch sometimes it's only yeah. for my phone though computer oh. works great okay from my phone doesn't like it sometimes hmm, interesting yeah. what's been going on with you recently other than gearing up for your table uh i mean that's pretty much it like i think yeah. what was nice is that so this last weekend i actually well i intended to work through the weekend normally i don't like uh, for for the last few years, I'd say, I've been pretty good about not working through weekends. Like, I have, like, a Monday through Friday work schedule. Yeah. But during the during busy times, I will sometimes give myself more leeway with that. But I actually decided to take the full weekend off. Oh. And not going to lie, I'm really glad I did because I feel so much more relaxed. Like, yeah. my anxiety was getting 
bad. Bad? Yeah. Like, even with the, like, anti-depression and anti-anxiety medication that I'm taking, I was, like, beginning, to, or I've been beginning to have, like, more trouble sleeping. Yeah. And sleeping in more, which compounds the stress because then I don't get to work as long because the days are shorter because I sleep in so much. And, and more aggravated. Yeah. Like, sleep, sleep really does help a lot of things. If, uh, yeah. If, and having a consistent sleep schedule, like... If it wasn't part of the natural human cycle to sleep, like, it would be considered a drug. Because mm -hmm. it's that effective to your body. Yeah. It, it's... Yeah, I feel like after having a weekend of, like, getting, getting good rest, not stressing, like, I feel so much more reset. And I looked at my calendar, and at first I was, like, looking at the calendar, like, last week and going, like, oh, my God, yeah. I don't have enough time. My my table isn't going to be full enough. I'm going to just... Blah, 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 blah. You yeah. know, it was all these things. And then on Monday, yesterday, you know, I was like, oh, this is actually... This isn't so bad. I'm kind of on track. Like, yeah. Like, I mean, it's still going to be a push. Yeah. But it's not, like, on the brink of... Ah! Yeah, it's not like all hope is lost. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, 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 who enter here. <laughs> oh, yeah. What's Abandon that? Abandon all hope. Yeah. Who enter. Who enter. Yeah. That's kind of been all consuming in a lot of ways. It's just yeah. like Well, you know, you're you're killing I don't know if it's broken, it still works on bisque, right? Yeah, it still works on bisque. It just it doesn't seem to be able to get to a glaze firing. I've only I only had the error code pop up once, so I haven't tried again to see if it's gonna be able to um uh, I see. work or to see if it would work again. But essentially it was an error the error code was error code one, which basically was like there's not enough energy getting pulled in to allow for the kiln to rise at the temperature rate it's supposed to. Okay. So I called Alpha and they were basically like, this could be, or no, I sorry, I looked up, I looked up the error code on Scut's website and then they're like, okay, this could either be the relay or it could be the ele the kiln elements themselves. Mm. So there's a little test you can run on your kiln to see essentially how many like amps it's pulling in. Yeah. I can't remember exactly how it works, but there, it essentially figures out whether the problem is the is the uh, relay or it's the kiln elements. And by doing this test, I found out that it's the kiln elements. But when I called Alpha, they were like, "Well, you could just replace the elements, but yeah. since your kiln, you know, you you haven't replaced any parts yet, they essentially recommended replacing three different parts. So the kiln elements." the relay, and then there was one other thing that they recommended replacing. Oh, I see. Um, to essentially make sure that everything was working together cohesively. That makes sense, because they'll probably, yeah. it's like changing your tires. You change one tire, the other two tires are probably not. Yeah. yeah. That makes yeah, sense. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. One tire is new, the other two will die soon. Yeah. Other two, there's only three wheels on a car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, uh... So that's, it's going to end up being, I think they quoted me at around like 650 bucks to get it repaired, it's not which is horrible. not, it's not too bad. I mean, like considering what it would cost to fire, yeah, I mean, to um, buy a whole fire. new kiln, yeah. you know, or like just the time. Oh my God. I forgot how much extra time not having your own kiln yeah. means you have to take. Cause it's like transport time. Like even lucky enough, being lucky enough to bring it over to your place. Like it takes time to pack everything up. Yeah. There's like the little things where, you know, in transport, if a tiny chip of glaze yeah, comes chip, off yeah. during transport and it's not like I can just really quickly dab a little bit of extra glaze on it and then refire it. It's like, no, I got to bring it to the next load that I bring to yeah. you. It's just, oh my God. It, it well, reminds me like, of the, the great before times before I had a kiln and I'm the like... The before before. The before before times, yeah. Well, it's also like you have a smaller kiln than me. So you, you theoretically fire twice as much as I do. Yeah. Because you have half the size of a kiln. Right. And you produce a bit more than I do. As for me, like, I, cr I crush a lot of experiments. I'm always like, I need to make five mugs to put in the store next month. But two of these mugs 
could be experimental <laughs> for glazes that I'm trying to develop yeah. and put on glazy. You and know? even then, like you have a whole ass kiln to fill up. Like your kiln yeah. is big. Like why? Why is it that you decided to get like the bigger one since you're? Because like my thought was when I got my smaller kiln. Mm -hmm. My thought was like, oh, it can be small, so if I want to do experiments, I don't have to make as much to fill up that kiln, and also if something goes wrong, I'm not ruining as much stuff. Mine was, um, and those, those are both great points, because that do be happening, though. But mine was like, I want to make big art sometime. Oh, yeah. Mine was like, I want to make a two-foot-tall vase, and mm -hmm. it's not happening in the 1088, or the, yeah, yeah it's not happening over there. 818, yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's not going to happen. So, yeah, like, no, that's true. I want to make something the size of my leg. I need something bigger than my leg. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You know, and it served me pretty well. Like, I make big teapots sometimes. I have good stuff, but, like, it's, um, it does hinder the ability to make loads very quickly. Yeah. Like, if I want to make 20 cups that are, like, the size of your steins, I, like, I can't really do that. Mm hmm And then a couple experiments. I have to make, like, 50. Yeah. And then maybe they'll fit. And then even then, I have a little OCD about the placement, so... I place one here, place one here, yes, you know, and yeah. I put the handles into each other. So I have like one tenth of an inch more of space. So if I do that ten times, I have one more inch of space. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That great Tetrising yeah. of, of the uh, of the kilns. Exactly. Um, other than that, it's, it's it's been a road. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tell me, tell it, me what's been happening with did you. Did have a death in the family? Yeah. Um, I won't get too much into that, but it, it was major. Still going through it. Yeah. Um, Abel's okay. Abel's okay. Just, just for the listeners. Abel and Baby are both okay. Yeah. And I'm not speaking to you from the great beyond. I promise. <laughs> I promise I won't do one of those things that you hear in horror. So my mom's always afraid. Hmm. She's like, yeah, like, my mom and... Okay, it's... Look, side point. My Tell mom me. and I... My mom is, like, one of those people who, like, thought she was a Wiccan when she was a teenager and loved tarot cards and astrology. Totally, totally. The difference is that she, like, realized what was fake and what was... What was real and what was trying to be sold off as fake spirituality. Uh-huh. So, like, she forgot most of that stuff, and she stuck to, like, the core. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? She's like, oh, no, I figured out most of society is just trying to sell me astrology shit for money. Yeah. And just making rules up. And she goes, I, fig I figured out, like, what's, you know, like, what meditation and whatnot. But she raised me after the point in which she found out, like, all the stuff that she was like, it's just consumerism. Right. It's consumerism right. with extra steps. Yeah. Um, so I was raised in this very, like, feeling energy and feeling vibes, you know what I mean, kind of household. And it's... It's it's very strange because like I don't I'm not a very good emotional person but I'm a very I'm a very good like I can kind of feel something going on here mm. you know like I feel a little bit of energy over here okay mm. I don't know what it is yeah. something's up though yeah and so my mom's been trying to support me and able through this as well and sometimes mm. my mom will be like you feel that and I'm like yeah and she's like is that okay and I'm like yeah sorry like one of those mm. conversations you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, imagine, you, know, you ever have a best friend who you could talk to yeah. without really talking to them? Yeah. And you could have a whole conversation about something without, like... Yeah, I think so. Imagine yeah. that, but, like, it's in the air. Mmm. I haven't really had too many of those experiences myself, but yeah. my mom has. Yeah. And, uh, so... Your you, mom seems like it. Yeah. Honestly. She, she, she seems like she's tuned in. She, but she's not, like, she's not, like, woo-woo about it, if that makes sense. Like, she's had a couple experiences that, like... She just has a hard time explaining, I guess. Yeah. Um, but, you know, so you you yeah. recently had a, a death in the family. And uh, my sister's birthday is today. today. She she passed away six years ago, six and a half years ago. Yeah. Uh, she would have been 33 today. And um, 
So little, okay, this is a little sidebar, but yeah, so one of the ways that we're, I mentioned this to you off air, but I'll tell our listeners as well. So my sister, Erin McKenzie Dillon, <laughs> yep. had an amazing ability to convince my mom and I to get bad food. Like specifically my mom, cause she'd like come up to me and be like, Lindsay, Lindsay, why don't we, what can you, can you ask mom to like have us go get McDonald's? And I'd yep. be like, yep. why don't you ask her? And she's like, no, I always ask. Like, she'll say no to me. She won't say no to you. That's I'm true. Like, okay. But like, but she never even said no to Kenzie. Cause she was always like, Hey mom, can we go get this? Like, so she could have been a lawyer. She knew how to assert herself and be like, I want to get, can we get a mall? Never got a ticket. I know. Don't you, don't you dare associate. The cop would have fell. Uh, The cop would have fell. Yes. (laughs) You were speeding. Oh damn, that's crazy. I don't like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) So we are today, my mom and I are celebrating with a bunch of the bad foods that Kenzie used to convince us to go get. So we're getting uh, Cinnabons, we are gonna make chocolate covered strawberries. Oh, uh, we are getting, we're making Rice Krispie treats because Kenzie made the best Rice Krispie treats on the goddamn planet. She always put way too much butter and like way too many marshmallows, but it was perfect. I don't know who's anti, but like when you make, when you make a sugary treat and there's always one person like, that's too much butter. Heathens, kick them out of the house. Bitch, we're making Rice Krispie <laughs> treats. <laughs> what do you expect? You think this was a, a, a salad bar? Yeah, no, no. Oh, and mac and cheese. Actually, I don't think we're doing mac and cheese. We did mac and cheese last year. But yeah, no, it's like you gotta, you gotta, if you're, if you're doing it, commit to it. Commit to the, commit to the bad food. It's like those people who get motorcycles and like, I need a loud one so cars can hear me because I could be more safe. You already got a motorcycle. (laughs) You already went on the non-safe part of the safe. Yeah. You know what you were in for. Just dive on in. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. No, oh, sorry. Anyway, my mom is semi-spiritual. Yes, yes, I was just kind of. But she's always worried that I'm going to, like, fight. She's like, you have good energy. And I'm really worried that, like, you're going to find a way to contact me right when you fucking die. <gasps> and just to fuck with me. And I was like, oh I would god. do that. Oh, my God. And so one time. Well, but you can't die anytime soon. Knock on wood. No, I have to make sure the child kills yeah. me. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But not for a very long time. Like, ultimate, 80 years at least. If she's 17 and I get in the house and, like, I walk through the door and there's a knife to my throat and she's like, you're slow, old man. I'm like, <sighs> Fucking do it, I'm ready. I love you, my child. Oh my god! I love you too, Dad. As I die, I've never loved you more. Oh my god. And then she looks in my eyes and goes, I've never been more ashamed. (laughs) Mmm. Oh my god. And that's 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 some intense. Die happy right there. Uh. Yeah, but like she's always like I text her one time and I was like, hey mom, I gotta go. you know, sorry, this is the last text I can send oh, before. Oh, screw that. Like, shit like that, and she's Don't like, ever. you would fucking do that to me. I was like, I would. Oh, my <laughs> God, no. Don't do that. If you are, if, okay. No. You can't, you can't go. One final action before I die is trolling you. Oh, my God. That'd be so mean. If I was a ghost, I would scare you. Yeah, trolling, like, trolling, if you manage to contact the material world as a ghost, that's one thing. But don't be, like, right before you, you know, don't, don't, first of all, don't commit suicide. Don't no, hurt yourself. I if you can't. think you're going to reach out to someone, now yeah. I'm like, I gotta put the <laughs> hotline. Start using gamer lingo, like, mom, I'm one. I don't have any HP left. Ah. <laughs> I, I can't, I, I have no reses left. I gotta go. <laughs> oh my God. I just love that the, the phrase there is, I gotta go. Like, I gotta go. Like, like, you, like you don't have a choice, yeah. Oh man, that's morbid. <laughs> Extra morbid, but. Yeah. We're, we're working through it. Yeah. You know, the motto of this week is like the only way out is through. Yeah. Yeah. I amen to that. So 
I'll, I'll get back home and I'm taking care of the baby and doing the house stuff. Yeah. You know, I was telling you off podcast, I'm a very service type of person. Yeah. So like, I get my love language is like physical love, but also uh, that's the way I receive it. The way I give it is very like service. So like mm-hmm. if I like you, I'll do a bunch of shit for you for no reason. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Like, I'll buy you food and like do chores for you. Mm-hmm. And so that's an overdrive right now. I'm, I woke up at like 7 a.m. like before the baby and her woke up, like did the dishes and cleaned the floor and mopped and did all the laundry and made her food. And I went outside and I watered the garden and like did all the shit mm-hmm. before she woke up. And she woke up and she's like, I have to pump. And I was like, the bottles are clean. They're right there. Yeah. And she's like, what about the garbage? It smells. I'm like, no, it doesn't. I farted. The garbage is out. <laughs> Oh my god. The garbage is fine. And yeah. I just want to give her space to like grieve. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Other than that. I mean, that's a huge, that's a huge it's, thing. It's a and huge, like, yeah. yeah. Um, I always found with like grief too, what's weird is that like the phrases like that, like, you know, the only way out is through yeah. or like one day at a time. Before my sister passed away, I kind of hated those phrases because I was like, they're super cheesy. But then they become these, like, cornerstones. They're like love songs. Yeah. If you're not in love, they're shit. Or if you've ever been, like, heartbroken, you're like, yeah. what the fuck is this? Yeah. But afterwards, you're like, I get it. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's such a good way of describing Start it. Start listening to Mumford and Signs. Who's not uh, your fault but mine? Who's <laughs> your heart on the line? I really <laughs> fucked it up this time. Yeah. You start fucking crying in your car. And, yeah, no. A hundred percent. They sound cheesy when you're when you're in them, but like when you're out, you're like, damn, that's some real talk, mm-hmm. right there. Oh my Start God. extrapolating lyrics from songs oh to God, fit your your experience. I so I 100. True though, it yeah. Just, yeah, God. Um, other than that, it's a lot of glaze experiments is what I'm concentrating on. Yeah. Oh so, yeah, you were saying the other day that you made like three different glazes. Yeah. So what's the tell us tell me things? Well, what I'm what I'm proud of as far as glaze goes, I have my base glaze. My base base glaze is food safe, translucent, so you can see through it. So any, mm-hmm. any color you put in it, as long as it's not like soup too much. Yeah. You can see through it. Shiny, okay. the general stuff that I do. Yeah. So almost like a like a celadon type, but without being celadon. So it's yeah. like translucent. Yes. And then, but but without any pigments or anything in it, it's just clear. It's more yeah. It's pretty. It's basically a good high gloss. Clear. Clear. Okay, solid. Right, solid. and then off of that, you end up putting carbonates and oxides and, and stabilizers, stuff like that in it, and it makes certain textures and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And so I figured out three. Oh, um, wait, three base glazes or three? Three like, variations of the oh. base glaze, which would be a glaze in itself. Gotcha, so gotcha. like you make your own base glaze, yeah. then you add 1% red iron oxide to it, and that's a glaze with color in it. That right, like, right. I mean, and you keep adding and stacking until you not can't anymore, but until you're at a point in which the color is Where variance you or you're satisfactory. Yeah. And then you put it on glazy, at least I do, and then you end up kind of taking notes on them, things generally like that. And then So I made three of those, and then off of those, you keep experimenting with that color line, is what I call oh, it. Oh, okay. We're like, I'm going to do manganese dioxide until I like it exactly. Exactly where it is for mm, right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now, it's titanium dioxide, which is essentially. Oh, that's nice. really expensive right now, isn't it? Is it, it titanium? Yeah, but I got, I got, I got like a pound. Oh, okay. You know, right. and it basically just makes yellow titanium. Oh. But if I can mix titanium with something else to give uh, the glaze some tooth, the thing with that is that it essentially turns into a crystal glaze if you put too much. Yeah, so I'm getting like... Oh, so when you say like tooth, it's like it gives it more of like a matte finish as opposed to a shiny finish. More of a like a textured look, I guess. Yes, 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 yes. Like that, like your cup over there. Oh yeah, like the uh, 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 weathered bronze green glaze that I use. Yeah. I love that And so I put like 3% titanium in it and I'm like, there's there's some texture, there's some tooth Mm. right there. Not clear anymore after the 3%. And, but now I know, okay, two or 3%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll probably do this to even a high gloss glaze. Right. And that's, that's my note right there. That's like, okay, that's experience enough Mm -hmm. for me to work on other glazes in this same manner. 
just tools on the belt. Yeah, you yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, those are my two main concentrations. And then when I can, with support with Abel, when I can, I should be able to go into the studio for the next shop update, which we have to start telling people our shop updates in the Mud Peddlers. Oh my gosh. We have to I, start uh, it. Well, it's terrible for me because I often... Well, okay, no. My big one of my big goals for this year was to get more consistent about shop updates, so I would know, uh, like ahead of time. Yeah. You know, so so yeah. Okay, you're right. You're right. When we have a planned shop update, it. yeah, we'll 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 let people know. Lindsay's shop update is like, oh, welcome to Mud Peddlers. By the way, uh, the shop update for Lindsay is X. Shop update for Dante is Y. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And just call it out because. People often ask me my shop update dates more so than they do look for the... Like, you could just go to the website yeah. and see it with your eyes if it's updated or not. And like but Yeah, but I think people get used to, like, a particularly ceramic artist doing updates in small batches. Yes. I think people are just more used to that these days. I also think people are more used to being notified when things happen versus, at, versus like, going out and seeing if things yeah, happen. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I shoot, I know for myself, like, that's one of the benefits of, like, subscribing to newsletters or when, like, you know, for the artists who are still on Etsy, you know, following their shop on Etsy because you'll get, like, email notifications. But, again, if you have your newsletter, yeah. then you don't have to rely on Etsy or you don't have to rely on those other things. Even and if you turn your notifications on, like, yeah. you know, it fixes a lot of issues. Yeah. But I, I feel that, like, that thing of, like, I need to be notified of when things happen. I need to be told, yeah. Yeah, because unless I'm, like, really specific about, like, I have been looking for this artist's work for a while, and I'm going to buy it, and I've been waiting for a long time, and I, you know, but that, like, not everyone has that level of, like, yeah. like, I must acquire this cop! The one you thing know? I, I did decide the other day mm. um, is that at 100,000 subscribers, uh -huh. I'm going to buy one of my patrons either a kiln or a wheel. Oh! <gasps> Yeah. Whoa! That is one thing that I was like, that's fucking happening. Dang. That's happening. You know, How are you going to choose? Is it going to be like a lottery? Also, I'm sorry, I must eat some cheese. It's okay. Well, I decided it's going to be a patron because like they support me. Well, yeah. I was going to do like a wi worldwide thing, but then I was like, nah. Oh my God, the shipping for yeah, that? Yeah, the shipping for that would suck. So yeah. I was like, you got to live in America or Canada, and then you also got it. Like, I'll buy you a Or, theoretically, what I could do is if you live in another part of the country and you have a shop next to you, mm -hmm. I could call the shop, buy the wheel, you just pick it up. Oh thing. yeah, and you just go get it yourself. Yeah, how are you gonna choose what patron though? I don't know. We'll we'll figure it out. Mm. I'll do a Q and A, and then I'll make them their own private video. Mm -hmm. Granted, when I make private videos, because I have like twenty for patrons, only like five of them watch them yeah. maximum. Mm -hmm. You know, and mm -hmm. so I put all this work into extra videos, and I feel like they don't really not don't care, but like some of them really want the extra content. Uh -huh. But some of them are just like, I just want to support you. Whatever, they just leave you alone. Yeah, 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 yeah. I sometimes wonder if part of that too is that. Um, like how easy it is to access that because I remember when um, I think it was the podcast lore mm. they I may be misremembering so I apologize to any lore fans or you know God bless if Aaron Mankey was listening to this episode I would die oh. um, anyway so I think what they first did is they only posted their extra episodes in the Patreon app itself but I didn't really ever listen to them because I had to go to a separate thing right. to listen to the episodes. Whereas now they have they have their own feed where their regular episodes and their extra content episodes for patrons are all in one place. And I listen to every extra episode now, practically. Yeah, by proxy, yeah. listening to the regulars. Yeah, 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 because it just goes through. So I, I wonder if like part of that. That makes total sense. Yeah. That yeah, I usually uh, have up my own playlist, and then I give the link to the playlist once a month on Patreon. Mm -hmm. So like, if you want all the extra vlogs and episodes, you just gotta wait for the link, and then oh, okay. considering you're paying attention to the posts, 
Yeah. Or you could just scroll down for a bit, like, mm-hmm. for two minutes, and then you're there. Yeah. But yeah. other than that, it's not too bad. It is extra hot in here all It's super hot. It's yeah, no, it's definitely, in like, increasing. I am sweating. Yeah. Speaking of which, okay, low-key. Yeah. <laughs> this is definitely something I would not normally share on uh, the regular podcast please, episode. Please, go ahead. But, and this one's going to be public, so now y'all are going to know. Our regular listeners are going to know. Viewers and listeners. Um, so... It got so hot these last, like this last month, Mm -hmm. that there were probably a couple of weeks where after I filmed all of my social media content that I needed to do for the day, Mm -hmm. I stripped down naked. Naked, naked? Completely naked. That's, it's not, naked doesn't, naked bugs me. Naked doesn't bug me for you. Naked Mm. bugs me for everybody. Yeah. And it doesn't. Well, because you you yourself don't like being naked. You're like, you're like a never nude sim. Yeah. It's, (laughs) I'll do it in the shower and then like. Can't imagine what other time. Can't imagine what other time. Can't, I don't know. You know, but like, it bugs me because it's like, oh, you don't have your armor on? Oh, I didn't give a shit. I was so, I was like, sw- I've never sweat so much yeah. in my life. And I'm just like, I'm tired of, of like, I just, I get really claustrophobic. Throw these oppressive clothes. It, truly, truly. <laughs> it's like, I just, I can't, when I get that hot, I'm just like, I can't have anything on me that's and like even this like bra that i'm wearing right now is like as the studio is starting to heat up i'm like it's too much that's insane to me that's actually crazy to me yeah i just yeah it's and then and then what's nice is that at the end of the day i just like take a sponge bath i get like a big old my big old thing of water sponge bath yeah yeah, I just Don't you need two people for a sponge bath? No, no, you just like... Or is it just a bath with a sponge? No, I literally like, I get my bucket of water, I go outside my studio onto the onto the pavement, um, I have my bucket of water, I have my sponge that I normally use for like wiping down surfaces and stuff, and You're I just like... you at me as you explain it like it's a normal thing. It's a totally normal thing! No, no it's not! You just like take some water, you like dunk it over your head, or you take the sponge and you just like squeegee it over your body, and it's nice, because... You know, it's like in the evening. Oh, You're I'm about to It's so nice. You're... I I really enjoy being... I just took a sponge bath. My name is Agnes. Well, what can I say? I've, during the Depression, I didn't go hungry. I tell you what, your dad had plenty of protein in him. Oh, that's disgusting. <laughs> as, a, as a person who enjoys being naked... There's something rather fantastic about taking a sponge bath like when in they the see evening. A, when they see a baby with no socks, they're like, no socks! <gasps> they freak out if you there's no socks. You gotta put the little socks on the feet? You're an old lady, I've oh decided. Right this instant. Any older person oh. I've shown my child to, they're like, why do they have no socks? And I'm like, that does what are you... No, I mean, I wouldn't be like, why you, why... I wouldn't straight up ask you why. They're costume, I mean... I feel like you either gotta say, why does your baby not have socks? Or you gotta comment on how adorable their little feetsies are. Weird. You gotta do one or the other. Foot fetish ass. Tiny, it's not a foot fetish! It's a tiny baby! You still got tiny little feet! I just realized you're you're old trapping me. We have cheese and crackers, we have tea, yes. we're talking about sponge baths. I'm actually a vampire, I'm actually 85 years old. <laughs> yes. That's like a that's like a five-year-old vampire. I wonder if vampires have that, you know? Like, mm. oh he's a thousand years old and you're only a hundred. That's yeah. technically statutory. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I feel like... Like, you can't, uh, you can't be together. Yeah, yeah, or yeah. Or their I age wonder. of consent, like, a hundred. Yeah, And they yeah. just call it. That actually reminds me of a vampire book I read recently that was actually hella good. Don't laugh. I'm not, but, like, I know I can, how you are, so, like, yes, is no. it that kind of book? No, it's not, actually. So, okay, so the book is called Fledgling, and it's by Octavia Butler. Okay, it's... Those two names sound real... Okay. Octavia Butler is... Fletching? Ad- 
no, Fledgling. Oh. Yeah, it's called Fledgling. And Octavia Butler is a like world renowned uh, science fiction writer. And I started, uh, I've been trying to read more like, um, more books and particularly like fiction written by black authors because mm -hmm. I realized that like most of, like I love science, or I love science fiction and fantasy, but yeah. I like have never read any pieces like by black authors and there's yeah. so much good shit out there. Yeah. So, um, I started following- Three Musketeers at most. Oh God. Three, what? Three Musketeers. That's written by a black person? Yes. Oh, I did not know that. This is the problem. That's cool. <laughs> it's not really a problem, but like, it, it, no. it, I mean, it is a problem. Wait, really? Yeah. I feel like I want to fact check that. You should. Mm, okay. I want you to see this man's face. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Oh, Alexander Dumas. Mm, I'm, I'm, I'm like 95% sure that he is a person of color. And I'm also pretty sure it was written when slavery was still a thing. Okay. So, so. That man's black as fuck. Okay. 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 So, so people are asking, was Dumas half black? It says he was from the Saint San Dominique, now Haiti and Dominican Republic and had a black enslaved mother and white nobleman father. Oh, he was, he was like me. <laughs> yeah. He has white yeah. skin, but that's he's- That's at least I, kind of what I'm, that's what I'm seeing on- Oh, look, he's white skin and an afro. Yeah. Okay, so he's half black. Yeah. There's, there's, there's a lot, there's in a the, lot that There's, goes there's a lot that. to unpack there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's not, good. In the yeah. same way Logic and Halsey are black, I guess, and me, like, I guess, yeah. So Fledgling is really, really good. Yes. And they actually sort of, have that whole thing about like age and like how vampires consider themselves age and anyway it's a, it's an interesting book i would recommend it it's a really unique take on like how vampires work yeah if you like i find that whenever i read a book the rare time because it's difficult for me to read in the rare times that i read a book if it's by an author that is not part of like middle class white america mm -hmm. i enjoy it a bit more because it has way more detail outside of the character perspective. Like the character themselves will often notice things that are that are usually a danger to them rather than just their experience. So like mm. when I effing read Harry Potter, you know, that's a bad example, but when I read <laughs> Harry Potter, it's it's just like Harry and he's special and he's the chosen one and he's the only one and everything he does is great and he gets out of everything and he has this weird aura about him that everybody likes him and he happens uh -huh. to be the most powerful wizard. Whenever I write like read any other book by a person of color, I'm like, that shit doesn't happen. Huh. It happens a lot more like this person realized this and this is gonna happen because of it and this is the way they work in that scenario. Yeah. And this is their support system and their best friend who does this and they're like peanut butter fuck jelly. And they're you know like <laughs> there's a there's this type of uh, uh it's there's no like god complex to it most mm -hmm. of the time, but all the popular books and all the popular characters that I've read at least from like, I'll say standard, very standard authors, um, or at least historically standard authors have always been like, there's one person and they're the chosen one, uh. and they save the day and everyone depends on them, and they're god, <laughs> <laughs> and from birth they've been great, and every, yeah. every, all, the other, all the other books are very like, no they they became what they are, mm. and here's how they become. You know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's I, I, that's a pretty big generalization, yeah, a very but I, big, yeah. but I also get what you're saying. Yeah. Like, like there's a different there's like it sounds like in I don't know like it sounds like you're you're more interested in books that have a more yeah like that have characters that have a more experience like relatable to what your yeah. experiences are. No, I, I agree. Yeah, and yeah. I, and I think a lot of the popular books in our society that are generally by the, by a standard author would mm -hmm. be like 
like Superman. You know what I mean? Like Superman just mm. like showed up and he had powers. Yeah, it was like cool. And he was raised just, on a yeah. farmhouse and they owned the house and it was great and he had farm oh, and food god. all the time. And, oh my god. And then like I'm more of a Batman guy, you know? Yeah. Where like he was rich, but like he saw his parents die in front of him and he got <laughs> like he's been through some. Sh he's rich and that's it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which is still a pretty good head in life. He's but, rich and traumatized. Yeah, he's rich <laughs> and massively traumatized. Yeah, and he didn't break under pressure. Mm. He's the shittiest diamond. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I hope that you have enjoyed. Oh wait, I'll wait till you sit down. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. We do hope you enjoyed this first episode. Unfortunately, it's a little shorter because I do have to go. Yeah. But um, well, you're being a good caretaker to Abel, so. Yeah. I mean, we maybe we'll get into a rhythm where like once a month we'll do like one of these and just shoot the shit. Yeah. But, yeah. Let us really like let us know if you enjoy this kind of content because frankly, like. I, I would love, like, again, if I had infinite time in the world, I would absolutely love to be, like, doing this. But it's also kind of, like, every extra thing that I do, even for patrons, like, it takes it takes time and it takes yeah. effort. And it's, like, I want to make sure that if this is something that I'm considering, you know, doing with you for the patrons, I want to know that, like, y'all like it like and that it. you're interested in it because otherwise I'm kind of, like, there's so many other things that I could do. You're going to get that, though. Yeah, I hope so. So, let please, if you like this... Let me know, you know, shoot, let Dante know, because he's obviously, you know, I mean, even though it's gone, like, through my Patreon, like, you know, I couldn't, I wouldn't just be here talking to myself. Hit me on Twitter. I'm ignoring the gram for a while. Oh, okay. Yeah. And you're wondering why you're Gram's too powerful. Announcing your shop updates. You gotta use the gram. That's true. I, yeah, no, yeah. I, do, I, do, I do gotta use Instagram. Yeah. It's just Facebook without updates. It's just pictures instead. Yeah. And videos. And videos. Yeah. It's sad. All right, well... We'll see you guys later. See you later. Put your pants back on. It's been a pleasure. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and that's it for today. Thank you for listening to The Mud Peddlers with Lindsay M. Dillon. And Dante of Earth Nation. Want to say hi and see what Dante and I are working on in our studios? Check out the show notes for links to our websites and social media below. You can find me at lindsaymdillon.com. That's L-I-N-D-S-E-Y-M as in monster, D-I-L-L-O-N.com. And on Etsy, Instagram, and Facebook at Lindsay M. Dillon. And you can find me at Earth Nation Ceramics. It's spelled exactly how you think it's spelled. But you can also find me on my Facebook fan page and Instagram at the same name at Earth Nation Ceramics. If you enjoyed hanging out with us today or you have a question or topic you'd like us to discuss, take a second to rate and review The Mud Peddlers in Apple Podcasts. It helps our podcast reach new listeners, and we really appreciate the feedback. Thanks again, and we'll catch you next time.